This is HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And welcome back here to the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, and A. Klaus continuing our spring practice early discussions here as the Huskers will kick off on the last week of March. Guys, I want to talk some defense now. Defensive line to be exact. On paper, this is a group that returns everybody. I mean, they lost Keem Green to the transfer portal. Um, he's one of only three players that played out of their top 20 that have moved on in this defense in general. Colin Miller obviously retired, and then DiCaprio Boodle went pro, um, and then that's it, Keem Green. So y- you look at this group on paper, Ben Stilley, he's coming back for a sixth year of college. You'll have Damian Daniels as a junior again. I mean, he's he's a fourth-year junior. Uh, or excuse me, a fifth. I think he's a, he'd be a fifth-year junior because um, this will be um, – he should have been a yeah, – He would be a senior yeah, had he not yeah. got that free year. Yeah. So he's a fifth-year junior in Damian Daniels. DeAndre Thomas returns. Jordan Riley returns, and hopefully he stays healthy. Then you got Casey Rogers, Ty Robinson, Masai Newsom, Nash Huttmacher could be in that mix, Marquise Black, um, Raquan Buckley's here early. Uh, Jalen Weaver won't be here till later. But, guys, it, it, on paper – this is a really good, deep group when you look at what Tony Tuioti has to work with. Well, for me, it's the reason why I think expectations are higher than ever for this defense. I mean, the fact that they are so stout, so deep, and so experienced up front, that sets the tone for everything and uh, makes your linebackers better, makes your coverage better. And uh, I mean, in, in the Big Ten, we all know it's in the trenches. And Nebraska's defensive line right now, you could make a case, is – the overall strength of the team. Uh, I don't know if there's much debate about that, just given the what they have coming back and just how much depth they have top to bottom. And, you know, it starts with a guy like Ben Stelly, who uh, is coming back, coming off his best year as a Husker, and, you know, he is one of the prime, um, you know, beneficiaries of that additional year that, uh, you know, he's going to come back and he's a known commodity now and uh, is really going to be kind of the, the, the key cog up front, but then you pair in the Daniels and DeAndre Thomas, Riley, and, and go down the list with all the young talent they have coming up. Uh, I mean, there's a lot to like, and they're going to be able to rotate, and you're going to keep guys fresh, and you know you won't have those issues of them start, Nebraska's D-line starting well and then just fading down the stretch in the fourth quarter as they wear down because they have so many numbers and not much drop-off seemingly between their top-level guys and then the reserves. And that's where you want to get ultimately, uh, ideally as a program, but especially in the Big Ten where defensive line play is so pivotal to winning in this conference. Well, yeah, think about this. A year ago at this time, we're sitting here talking about how the defensive line is probably the biggest question mark yeah, on that crazy. defense after losing the Davis twins and, and Daniels to, to the NFL. Uh, you know, how, how are the heck is Nebraska going to replace three NFL guys on that defensive line? Well, uh, I mean, I, I think early on that was the surprise position group uh, of the of the defense, or maybe even of the team during last season, and they continued to play at a very very high level. And so now you bring all those guys back, you know, if they're able to build on what they did last year, which you know, I don't see why they wouldn't. Uh, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a pretty fun group to watch. And there's I mean, it's such a great combination of veteran presence. You know, a guy like Ben Stilley. Um, and then some youth that has some experience, like a Ty Robinson and a Casey Rogers. I mean, those guys have played now. Um, they've gotten their feet wet, and, and I expect big things out of them. And then, um, you know, some of those younger guys that redshirted last year, like a Nash Hutmacher or Marquise Black, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what they're able to kind of add to the mix, too. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washington, Nate Klaus is 
We talked defensive line in spring practice. And I think the biggest thing we saw a year ago was they started to get the right type of players in this system. Let's be honest. The Davis twins were great football players, but they were not three, four defensive ends. And they had to play out of necessity there. And even Carlos Davis played some nose and they, they were good players. They, they did what they had to do. But I think we're starting to see what this should look like with the length that's been added, uh, particularly with Rodgers and Ty Robbins. I mean, I th- and then Stilly has um, you know continued to be a very steady force. But I think when you see guys like Roger, Rodgers and Robinson at the D end, I mean, that is the type of bodies they want, you know, bigger, even 6'6 type guys that push 300 pounds that – can hold the line and then let those linebackers behind them make plays. And I think that's a kind of a perfect example of the gradual evolution of Nebraska's recruiting on both lines. I mean, you could say the same thing about just the change physically. Nebraska's uh, recruiting, I guess, profile uh, has looked like on the offensive line just as well as defensive line. They're 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 getting bigger bodies, longer bodies, uh, more athletic big bodies that uh, are able to hold up in the Big Ten. And I think that was something that they learned right out of the bat where, uh, you know, that first year they were not suited physically on either side of the line of scrimmage to compete in this league. And they've addressed that more and more each year to now, you know, especially on that D-line. Uh, they have the physical makeup of a legitimate defensive Big Ten defensive line. And, uh, you know, not only is there, like I said, some some top-level experience there, but the depth they have coming up the ranks leads you to believe that they're going to be pretty well-suited there for years to come. Yeah, and not only are they big guys across the board, really all of them are, but, um, you know, they're, they're not just slugs either. They're not just uh, guys that can't do anything. So, I mean, they're, they're going to be able to hold the line, but they're also going to be able to be disruptive in their own right, you know, and, um, I'm excited to see what a guy like Damian Daniels does, you know, after being in the program now for a long time. Uh, I feel like having his brother here really kind of helped him elevate his game and kind of take it to the next level, um, you know, because there was a point in time where he was four or five plays, and that was about all you could get out of the guy uh, at, at any given point in time. So, um, you know, I, I, I think that, uh, you know, he's somebody that – Playing in conjunction with some of these other talented defensive linemen, uh, someone I'm, you know, that's played a lot that I'm expecting to be able to kind of continue to raise his game. Well, on Jordan Riley battled injuries, and mm-hmm. I think he's somebody to watch closely because I felt like he was supposed to do more last year mm-hmm. and kind of be in that rotation, and then he got injured and and just didn't get the reps in his body. I just don't think he was right. And then Mosiah knew some. I'm telling you. Yep. Eric Chenander and I, we've talked about him many times. I mean, they like they like him. Uh, Scott Frost brought him up to me a year ago um, that he's somebody to watch, and they continue to believe. And remember, he's just a redshirt freshman. I mean, this guy's going in to his third year at Nebraska, but he's still a redshirt freshman. So he's got a lot of football ahead of him, and I do feel like Masai Newsom is somebody to watch. Well, he's, I mean, just look at the eyeball test with that guy. He's a <laughs> – He's a beast, man. Uh, I remember when he first got here, just watching him, you know, heading out to his first spring practice, and he was just a monster. Where, you know, you did a double take looking at him. So hopefully, he's a guy that can then pan out. But you know, I also want to see some of these other guys. You know, obviously they're still young in the program, but you know, will a Tate Wildeman take that next step? Will a Nash Hutmacher take that next step? I mean, I think those are guys that came in with 
you know, relatively um, high recruiting profiles that you know a lot of fans had, had high expectations for. And you know, will they be able to continue that? I think those are some of the key players that, as good as the group is now, they need that net that that next level of of those types of players to continue to develop the same way that Ty Robinson, Casey Rogers did uh, last season. Yeah, with, with Tate Wildeman, he's just got to stay healthy. I mean, that's a guy. It seems like he's just continually battled uh, injuries, one one thing after another. Uh, you know, I, I know I was really excited about him coming out of high school, but he just has not been able to to stay healthy. But um, you know, he certainly fits the mold along with you know Casey Rogers and Ty Robinson as, as far as his body type, uh, playing that defensive end position. So, um, but yeah, you throw a, a Masai Newsom in the mix, and and maybe. You know, you get something out of a healthy Tate Wildeman and uh, or Jameen Graham that that's now been able to be in the program for a while and and uh, grow. So, um, yeah, there's there's so many bodies there that uh, you know. And like I said earlier, it's a good combination of of guys that have produced already. You know what you're going to get out of them, but also a lot of younger talent too. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk more recruiting as the Huskers picked up their first commit of 2022 from Ernest Hausman. We'll get Nate's thoughts on that and more. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.